0: Love Talk Radio. Well,
1: good morning, everybody. Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live. And since it is Tuesday, December eleventh of two thousand and twelve, guess what? That means it's Tuesday's what Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal coach day. Yay! And you know every Tuesday it has been epic. It has been explosive. It has been um, life-changing, actually, for me. I can only see for myself and then some of the comments that have been coming in, but we welcome you all so much every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to Loretta McNary Live. And especially on today, Michael sent a text out early, early this morning, and he was like, this show today, people need to be on this show because you need to be delivered from some things. This is the show for you because there's an anointing on him Today at for eleven o'clock today, because you know how it works. It, it just works like that. It doesn't flow forever, so you have to really be um, on time to get in this word um, that the Lord is downloading to to Michael Farmer. And sometimes he gives me a couple of nuggets along the way to share. But it's really about Michael because he is more of a Bible scholar than I am. I'm a person of faith, and I live and walk by faith. But Michael can really give you that foundation and those nuggets of truth that are biblically. Down to really make what I say make sense. <laughs> so that's why we work really, really well together. And and I and I can truly thank God for um, sending Michael and Michael saying yes to being a part of the show. And let me just give you a background before I bring Michael on because I know Michael, he's already on ready. Like I said, it was like 6 a.m. this morning when he was sending me this text message. Michael Farmer serves as founder and CEO of Discipleship International Incorporated, which is a teaching and resource ministry with an emphasis on fulfilling Christ's commission to make disciples of all nations and perfecting saints in the body of Christ. He concurrently leads as founder and managing member of the Glory Corporation, LLC, a full-service apparel and advertising company that provides uniforms, T-shirts, and advertising specialty items to a wide client base across multiple industries. And Michael Marshall faithfully at Breath of Life Christian Center where he facilitates the new members orientation class. And I'll tell you more, he is so credible. He is so the guy for this. Um, job of helping us become spiritually strong and to answer our questions that any questions that we may have. So I'm gonna um present to some and welcome to others, Michael Farmer.
0: Hello, Loretta. It is definitely good to be back. I am chomping at the bits on this morning. Uh, as you I said, already
1: I, told that I you that you were sending out text messages like before 6 a.m. The sun wasn't even up yet, <laughs> but thank God the S O E N sun was up. That for sure. <laughs> so I'm ready. Yeah. I got. My, I'm getting my Bible now, and uh, you know I always have my pen and paper, and I suggest and and um. Encourage everybody else to do that, too, to have pen and paper ready, because I'm telling you, you're not going to want to miss any of this.
0: Of course. Now, it's it's one thing I want to say before we get started on today. If there's anybody listening right now that knows anybody that you know has a sincere desire to be free from any bondage that they're in now, they've been struggling with certain issues, you know, for a period of time now, and they... Uh, want to eventually be free, not not put a Band-Aid on it or, or first aid applied to it, but they truly want to be free, they truly want to be delivered, then you need to get them on the broadcast on this morning. They still have you know, a good you know, 50 minutes you know, to really get in on this one today. But uh, I woke up this morning, and it was just, man, the, it's, it's, this happens every now and then. And this morning had to be one of those mornings where – just the anointing and presence of God was just so heavy this morning. It was so heavy that I can literally taste it on the inside of my mouth. Mm. Uh, and and I got up and I told my wife, I said, "Man, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just an uh, anointing on me to get people delivered on today." And, and 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 there's nothing mystical or magical about this whole thing. There's no hype to this. It's simply faith. If you if when you look in the Bible, you see all these people were were healed by Jesus, and some of them he just turned to and said, "It is your faith that made you whole, and that's simply trusting and believing that, that God is the true deliverer, uh, not me. I'm, I'm just a conduit through through which He sends His word and He He sends His power, um, you know, to destroy yokes and and to break bondages, but. I'm, I'm, I'm chopping at the bit to get into the lesson on this morning concerning faith, and this actually <laughs> going to be the last one that we're going to do on faith today because we got some others that we have to do. And we've been on this now for four consecutive weeks, and I just want to kind of close it out on today. Uh, if God says otherwise, then so be it. But right now, though today is the last uh, lesson that we're going to do on faith on this broadcast. Of course, you can always get the archived messages, which are, which are available for your asking and yes. with that said, we're just going to go forth in today. Now we we've been covering this now for four weeks and and I was just meditating and kind of just praying over the over the weekend and saying, Lord help me to really, really simplify this where they really get it. And my my meditation has be has been on this, I think the scripture and Matthew, that says, you know, once he well, Mark, I'm sorry, when he's after Jesus spoke to the fig tree, and Peter acknowledged that the fig tree that he had cursed was dried up from the root, and Jesus turned and said, "Have faith in God." In God, of course, there are other translations that says, "Have the, the faith of God," and just the one that kind of struck me, Lord, Lord, what does it mean to have the faith of God? The faith that emanates from you or the faith that comes from you and he gave me the answer finally and man it is i said i, I want to share it with my listeners on today and and that's what this is all about on today because i said if, if you can embrace this principle on today then your deliverance is near unto you god say that you draw near to me I draw near unto you. So so, so you you will be involved in the process just like the Roman centurion, like the one with the issue of blood and the man that said, you know, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. You know, those he, those people believe that Jesus has the power to deliver them from that bondage that they were in. Well, you have to be just like those. You have to believe that he has the power to deliver you, to set you free and not temporarily but for good. Like they know, Jesus is not in the in the business of first aid. He's in the business of healing, complete
1: total oh restoration. I love that.
0: Uh, and and some of us want first aid because in our minds and hearts, we 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 just want a just a a brief relief from the pain that this sin or this transgression is causing in our life, knowing good and well that soon as you get that inoculation <laughs> of pain medicine, you're going to be right back into that same thing again. And God is not mocked. You 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 cannot mock God. You cannot pour the word o- over your eyes. Just because he extends you, his grace doesn't mean that he's satisfied with what you're doing. So today, mm-hmm. if you want to be truly delivered, I just want you to, you know, just take, take heed to the words that I'm about to speak to you. The, okay, because the I that am God, going to the answer I, that that, um, that God gave me. Well, well, you know, from before that, you know, I'm going I'm, to I'm keep you guys, you know, not just suspense, But last week we talked about the four things, four main things that you know we wanted you to remember about faith is that you know faith emanates from God. Uh, Romans chapter one verse sixteen tells us that, and that, let me get over here because so I can read it, and we we'll are have to try to trust it to memory. But it says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And, of course, we talked about what salvation means, all those different meanings in the in the prior lessons that we talked about. And deliverance is one of those. So if you would not be ashamed of the gospel or the truth that Christ provides to you on today. Why? Because it is the power of God and to your deliverance to everyone that believe it. That's just the opportune word right there. To the Jews first and also to the Greek. Look at verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. And therein is referring to the gospel. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, today we're, we're going to substitute the word Faith for obedience We're going to use the synonym obedience for that So we're going to read 17 again It says for their end is the righteousness of God Revealed from obedience to obedience As it is written The obedient shall live I mean I'm sorry The just or those who have been declared righteous Shall live by obedience
1: Mm -hmm. We're
0: just just, just making it plain on today And another point we brought out is that what is the last thing that you know in your heart of hearts, the thing that God has instructed you to do, that you haven't done yet. And you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. God already knows. So like I said, don't. we got to get out of this mindset that that we can pull one over on God. You, You just can't. That's a complete waste of your time. God always wants you to look at you. That's why when God asks you a question, He's not looking for an answer. He's looking for you to look at your heart like he did Adam in the garden. Third point, in Romans, if you drop down to Romans 10 and 17, another key verse, it says, So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And, of course, that word in that context and the Greek means rhema, not lodos, which is the understood word, not ethos, which is the written word. It is rhema, which is, means the revealed or the uttered word of God that he speaks individually just for you, just like he did Noah when you told him to build the ark, just like he told Abraham when you told him he made him the father, He's, he has made him the father of many nations. And just like Jesus said when he came into the earth, that I I can do nothing. There's nothing that I can do in this earth unless I hear my father say it or see my father do it. Now, if you would take those concepts and those principles and make that the foundation for your faith, it is impossible for your faith to fail. Now, with that said, this is what God revealed to me, that when He instructs you to do something, for this by re- revealed word, for this by, at some point you have to get it. We call it those aha moments or these epiphanies, as, as some people call them. Mm-hmm. Then what God is is simply saying is that I have the faith in you to get it done. That's what it means to have the faith of God. We're basically reciprocating the faith that God has just spoken to us and, and the thing that He's instructed us to do. So I would so let that soak in for a moment. Just let, let that marinate for just about five seconds.
1: <laughs>
0: when God instructs you to do something, His faith is on the line, and His faith is on the line, believing that. I'm telling you to do this because I have the faith and trust and confidence in you to get it done. Now all we have to do is just re- reciprocate that same faith that He just spoke in His word and bring it to pass. Mm. Mm. I see the runners wow, getting it. Somebody else, somebody out, somebody else out there is getting it too. So, 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 so when God told Noah to build that ark. Because it was going to rain, and Noah had never in his life seen rain, and he built it to the specifications which God told him to build it to. Well, that was, he, he had the trust and confidence in Moses. I mean, I'm sorry, Noah, that he could get that done. Just like when he wow. spoke to Abraham, that I have made you a father of many nations, even though his body was dead, and even though his wife's womb was dead. He said, I have the faith in you to carry out the commandment I have just given you. So so, so when God speaks, his faith is on the line, and that's what it means to have the faith of God or that faith that has just emanated from God, and we just have to reciprocate by saying, okay, Lord, I would do it. Just like when he came to Mary, a virgin had never... No, had never known a man sexually, and he told, and I... the angel told her, and the angel told her that the, that the power of God was going to overshadow her, and she was going to conceive. And we know, we know that that is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And when she said, "So be it," unto me, guess what? She now just reciprocated the faith that God had in her. To receive that word from the angel that he had spoken unto her, and she conceived, and she brought so are forth. you
1: saying reciprocate means starts with first acknowledging and saying yes? Because yes. in all those examples that you gave, and in any of the crown of witnesses that they, you know, that's referred to in Hebrews 11, all of them had to say yes. And I tell people that all the time. You have to say yes. God is a gentleman. He puts it out there. He's not going to force. on you but he needs you to say yes father to believe that he being who he is has faith like you said that you can do this Michael you can do this already you can do this Jackie you can do this Samson you can do this whoever is listening to this God has said it when he told you what to do in your spirit or however your message came to you that meant that he has faith that you could do it yes so all you gotta do is say yes, and then start proceeding to take those steps to make that thing
0: happen. We 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 wow. have to put action to it. We have to put again, action again, to what it. What
1: you believe in, you put action to. it yes.
0: exactly. Say, that's Lord, what you I I to know. Us about
1: three weeks ago. Go ahead,
0: Loretta.
1: I said that's one of the quotes you gave us about three weeks ago. What you believe in, you put action to it.
0: Yes, believing always prop. Action always. Well, if action. you believe mm-hmm. actions are are should be immediate or somewhere in the near future, there is another thing that God told me to tell His people on today, and I think we talked about it in earlier weeks. And He gave me this example of, and I think we mentioned this a, a few few times before about we we keep putting all things, we keep looking to the future. And mm-hmm. and as I always say, you know, the future is now. And 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 he showed me this prime example, because the future is actually one second from now. I'm i just using the smallest unit of time that we know. One second, okay. That one second that I just talked about a second ago is now the past. Is no longer the future. Woo-hoo.
1: The future is only right one now. Second. Huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. The future is so so. The future's only one step in the way if we're looking at from the standpoint of time. That's why I say the future is always now. So, so when God speaks to you to do something, don't don't wait. You know, sometimes time intervenes because we because we're in the earth and when we're subject to the element of time here in the earth. But if, but if you're operating in the kingdom and kingdom principles, there is no time factor. So, so, so it, it, it doesn't matter whether you act on it. Now you, you, you have to determine in your mind, just like when Mary received it, received the word from God and said, you know, no, so, so, so be your word unto me. Well, of course we know that it's in, in the, uh, in the, in the, in the realm of the time in the earth that we that, that we are so encapsulated into, that it took her forty weeks, which is time, to bring forth that child. Mm-hmm. But 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 her faith was activated when she spoke the word and received it. That's why in 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 Hebrews, I think that Hebrews eleven and one it says. Let me go there. Let me go back. Hebrews eleven and one says now, faith is the substance. That word substance means the substantiation, or or the supporting documentation. <laughs> as I like to say, you know, when in uh, in the realm of accounting, uh, we know that for every figure that we deal with as as accountants, that you have to have these substantiating document to support those numbers.
1: Right
0: or or a substantiating transaction to support those. No, it's not. You you're cooking the books <laughs> as, as they say. So so that faith is the substantiation of the things that we hope or we have the favorable expectation for. So when you operate in faith, you have to have that expectancy that what God has spoken is or has already come to pass. Wow. Because, Ooh, because my, is,
1: This but, is so deep, I can't, I can't, and I'm trying to post it on Facebook so people can really get this stuff, but no, and you and look, it, you it's look. way too deep for me it, to eat post. eat for myself. I'm, I'm going to do like they say on the airplane, I'm going to put that oxygen mask on myself first.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs>
1: Before I can pass it on on Facebook, the they're going to have
0: to start tuning in. And they have to tune, just put it out there that, that they need to tune in and tune in now. So, yeah. Yeah. So 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 when we look at Hebrews eleven and one, it says now faith is the it's the substance or the substantiation of things that we have a favorable expectation for. That that's what hope is. Hope is not a wish. Hope is to believe that this is my expectation the the thing that I'm expecting is has already happened and it's going to be in my favor. That's what hope is. And then it says faith is the evidence of things not seen or the things that haven't manifested yet. So my actions is the evidence to the world that I believe the thing that God has spoken up to me, just like uh, Noah. Every time he put uh, a board in place on that on that ark, there was the evidence of things not seen, which was rain, that God said, I'm, I'm going to destroy the earth by water. So that's his his action was his evidence that if he believed that it was going to rain, he believed that what God said was coming to pass, even though it hadn't happened yet. And when he finished, in the fullness of time, and as the Bible says in a lot of things, then as the Bible says, then the fountains of the deep were broken up. Not only did it rain, Ooh. but water, water came up from from below us and it flooded the entire earth. And those who are not in the ark destroyed. So so just remember that faith is the substantiation. Your faith, your action substantiates the thing that you are hoping for your life. When he told Abraham, you become a father of many nations. So the Bible says against hope, he believed in hope. (laughs) So so he said, even though my body is dead and God but God has already called me a student that means that he has given me and Sarah the power that that we can get this thing done. We can we can calculate. We we can get it on. We will whatever words you want to put in there.
1: <laughs> it.
0: because you because this is this was this was not promised as, as he said Jesus was the seed of a woman, but well, he didn't promise that 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 uh that Isaac was going to be the seed of a woman. No, he's going to be the seed of Abraham. So Abraham and Sarah, they had to get these things done to the point where they even got tired and said, look, you know, this is taking too long. The baby of is going to take my handmaiden. You know, you have a, a legal right to do so. And he did, and that's when Ishmael was conceived. Well, that's not what God told him. He said that Sarah was going to have a child, not Hagar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he was not the child of promise.
1: Ooh. So they so were trying they to work did. it out, as we try to do. We try to, Because I can only speak for myself, and I know other people do this. They may not admit to it. But we try to help God like he needs our oh, help. Yeah. So I can oh, see that's yeah, what like was going got... on in that instance. We know what God told us. It says it's not happening as fast as we want it to. So we try to just, you know, we try to help him out. And he does so, not need uh, our uh,
0: help, <laughs> not in that sense. So I, I I just want everybody to just think about that. Now, if you if you're still in Hebrews 11, drop down to verse six, and nine. now all this it the simple review, but um I'm, I'm, I'm giving some revelation with it. It said, "But without faith, without obedience, and we're going to use that today as our synonym for without obedience. Okay. It is uh-huh. impossible to please Him. So if you're not obedient in the thing that He called you to do. It is impossible for you to please God. Well, he that cometh to God must believe that He is. So we must, first of all must believe that He is God, and uh-huh. that He is a rewarder of them that diligently
1: diligently seek Him.
0: Seek Him, uh-huh. and one version that the Bible, the basic Bible in English says, and He is a rewarder of all those who make a serious search. For him, Wow, that's that's powerful. So are you seriously searching for God? Are you seriously looking for Him you know, to intervene in your situation and, and get rid of this, this albatross that's been hanging around your neck all these years? Are you looking for complete restoration and healing and deliverance? Or are you just looking for a Band-Aid? Or are you just looking for just a temporary relief of this? knowing in your heart of hearts that as soon as I get this relief I may go back to the thing that has been causing me all this pain. That's what you have to determine. Mm-hmm. That's what today's broadcast is all about. For those of who are diligently, those who are seriously searching for him. life, when they put a job out sometime they said we were only want on serious inquiries.
1: <laughs>
0: oh so, so so if you are serious about being delivered from this thing then you heed to the you heed the things that you're hearing on today. So, wow! So so now God, when He called me years ago, say He would ordained me as a prophet unto the nations, and there's a scripture. I think it's in Matthew. I think it's in Matthew eight. It says, "He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet." receive a prophet's reward. I think that's where it is, I'm looking it up now. She had all this ready, but he just gave it to me. Mm. And that's what we're gonna say. That's what he's putting my heart now to talk about it now. And we're gonna talk about what this that scripture actually means. Okay. Woo. Okay, almost there. <laughs> there we I just go. want everybody to
1: know who's listening to Loretta McNair Live President Tuesdays with Michael that you can also um press the number if you're listening on your phone, press the number one if you have questions or you want to make a comment or you just want to say amen or whatever. Um you can do that. Just, or and if you're listening Please on do. your website on our website online, um call three four seven five three nine five seven seven two. 3475395772 and you can get in and ask um our spiritual personal coach, your questions as it relates to what we're talking about. Or if you have something that you really need some help with, I'm sure Michael um, will be able to help you. So just call in, and um, it's easy. Just call in, three four seven five three nine five seven seven two. because I'm actually going to stop posting, because I need to listen, because I don't want to miss yeah. anything. So I'm going to try to save myself so I can help save others, you know, uh, as I use that um Airplane analogy with a steward who's always says, so I'm going to put my oxygen mask on. you got to tune in because I am now um, going to stop posting unless I just feel really led. But I need to listen because I need to get this too because I'm sure there's some things I need to be delivered from as well. Okay, back exactly. to you, Michael.
0: <laughs> so so if you turn in, in your Bible, I'm going to say if you got your Bible, you, you better have your Bible if you listen. listening. <laughs> <Or, laughs> Well, something that that you can make reference to, and it's 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 Matthew ten. We're gonna start in Matthew ten and ten and thirty. We're ten and forty, and this is Jesus
1: talking. Ten and forty.
0: Yeah, Matthew ten forty. Ten forty. You know, ten forty.
1: Are you you okay?
0: That's right there. I got a revelation on that. Matthew ten forty. Just help you get your taxes paid. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: It said that he that receiveth you receiveth me. And that's I'm, I'm speaking into the I'm I'm speaking in reference to the ministry gift that you're listening to today. He that receiveth you Receiveth me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. So if, if if you receive what I'm saying on on today, then you of course receive Or you accept what Jesus is saying on today, and if you accept what Jesus is saying on today, then you are accepting what the Father is saying on today. So in essence, if you're listening and willing and obedient to obey the thing that you're hearing on today, then you are hearing what the Father is saying unto you. Ultimately, that's who it ultimately goes to, and we've we've already talked about that. I'm not going to go into it deeper. Look at verse 41. It says, He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that mm. receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Now, years ago, in my quest for always understanding, I asked God what that meant. And this is what he told me, and I'm, I want to share it with you today. He that receives a prophet in the name. Now, the word name there, we, sometimes we, we think about when we hear the word name, we just hear it's like my name is Michael. Well, you know that's that's the name that my mother gave me, and it and it doesn't express what my true nature and character is. Now that's what a name should do. Just like when 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 God uh, created animals and uh, back in the beginning, He brought them to to Adam to see what He would name them. And whatever he, Adam, named that thing, that's the character and the nature that that, that, that animal took on. That's that just how powerful words are. So he that received a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. Now, if you've got your pencil, I need you to write, write this down what the word name signifies. When you heard the word name, it signifies purpose. It signifies Authority. It signifies character, and it signifies knowledge. Mm. So, purpose, purpose, authority, character, and knowledge. Now, if you put those two together, you you got the uh, you have the acrostic patch. So, so if I always like I'm always gonna give you something to remember. So. So anytime you hear in like in the name of Jesus, I mean you packing. I mean you 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 packing his his purpose, his authority, his character, and his knowledge. Mm. Because we don't want to go into we we don't want to be walking around carrying 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 the heat in places where we should be we should be packing heat in places that we shouldn't. So this is the real heat. you're <laughs> not to pack his name. So when so when you receive me. As a prophet, in the name or in the character or what, sorry, in the purpose of a prophet, the purpose of a prophet is to is is determined about what God has determined for that thing to do. If you want to know the purpose of something, you have to always go to the Maker or the Creator of that thing. He knows the true purpose. And God knew my purpose before I was I can't even created. I slow you
1: down, and I know I need to share that right there. <laughs> Woo, what you just saying, say it one more time for me. If you want to know. Say it.
0: If you want to know what the purpose of a thing is, you have to ask what's happened to the mind of the thing that created or made that the particular thing. Just like uh, every time I buy something, I always go to the, um, the instructions on how to put it together. Even though my natural mind tells me how, how to do it, I always go to they, what they call the manual, the owner's manual. I now own that thing, and he's giving me, he's now giving me insight into what the purpose of this thing is if I put it together properly. Well, the what God gave us an owner's owner's manual like in in the Bible that we have. That's that's kind of like your owner's manual. And you have to do things the way he's laid out certain things in in the bible that can that can show us how to get how to get through life properly without leaning to our own understanding. And I'm quite sure everybody who's listening knows some know some man especially some man that i don't need no i don't need no uh, honest man I gotta to put this bike together and when you get through the brakes don't work <laughs> <Okay>. and, <laughs> and the brakes on the front of the bike and the and the handlebars on crooked, and, and I'm saying that now with Christmas coming up, you're going to have a lot of people, children will be disappointed on Christmas morning because something that you read the instructions that would have took 20 minutes to assemble has now taken three days to assemble, and it's still not working. Why? Because you did not follow the owner's manual. Mm. So he who honors, so he who receives a prophet in the name, which is first of all in the and the purpose of a prophet. The purpose of the prophet is to speak forth what God says. And you know a prophet is a prophet by what he says comes to pass. That's that's simply that's the simple the true identification of a true New Testament prophet. It's it's, it's, it's the same as it was in the Old Testament. Did what he say come to pass? Next in the authority, and of course, the word authority means delegated influence. So all the influence that God gave me for this office has been delegated unto me because He 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 know I needs this certain influence to operate properly, and the office a of prophet, a prophet. I'm sorry. Then He gave me there's a character that goes with that. I mean, so there's a certain character I would have to display. When I am walking in this office of course you you can't have any sin in your life you 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 have to be mm-hmm. swift to hear and slow to speak because you don't want to speak anything that's that's not going to come to pass there, there's a whole lot of things that go to, that goes into the character or the makeup of of a prophet and one of them is no tolerance for error and and I've always wondered why I was like that when I was growing up if i Testified sometimes. I didn't even like me because I thought I was just too picky. And, and some people say in this day, mm-hmm. just being down like uh, mm-hmm. anal.
1: <laughs>
0: but 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 you have to answer. So the true character of the character marks of a prophet is that he has no tolerance for error. Why? Because if he's got a tolerance for error. I mean, it's okay for him to make error. And if he makes an error, that means he didn't hear from God. And if he didn't hear from God, and he's spoke it to other people. That makes him a false prophet. So if he's a false prophet, then I mean you cannot receive what he is saying. So let's let's finish this out. And the next is the knowledge. See that comes if you see the prophet and the knowledge of a prophet and I'm quite sure if you've been listening over the past few weeks, I've demonstrated that knowledge, you know, and then, and that knowledge comes from my own. I've been studying to show myself approved unto God. I've been giving you the things that He's given me to say, all that deals with with the knowledge the knowledge of God. So if you receive me and I've already demis- demonstrated my purpose, I've demonstrated my authority, I've demonstrated my character, mm-hmm. and I've demonstrated my knowledge unto you. So if you are receiving me, then you'll receive the rewards that God has given to me to extend to you. That's what mm. the so if, if, if God tells me, okay, there's a young lady on the street, I want you to go up there and I want you to tell her thus and so. Well, if I do that and if she receives me as such, and he said, God said, if you would do this, then this would happen. And she does and it happens what had just happened. She had just received the reward that I extended to her. Remember, property don't speak on their own. So the words that I'm speaking you to to you on today, if you would take heed to what I said, especially earlier today about the thing faith, then you will see that thing come to pass in your life. And if it doesn't, and I now I can put this out there now, if it doesn't, then you never have to listen to me again. So, So 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 if you're sincere about being delivered on today, then be willing to hear. Remember, faith comes by hearing, mm-hmm. and hearing by the rhema of God. So you've just heard. Now you have to believe. You have, you have to receive it. It's not, not not head knowledge, not say, ooh, that sounds good. No, but truly believe. That means that my actions are now going to correspond to what I'm believing. But before I, do, before I act, I have to begin to confess it. I have to speak it out of my mouth. Like Abraham, he said, uh, he said, my my name is not Abram no more. My name is Abraham. So he's confessing to others what God has just spoken unto him. I'm not a father of a nation. I'm the father of many nations.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's
0: what so 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 he changed his name. He changed his purpose. He changed his authority. He changed his character. He changed the knowledge that he was walking in. Before he was Abram, he's now walking as Abraham. Oh and my remember, he
1: did Okay. Okay, you said that when Abraham said, you know, he knew he was not the father of a nation, he knew he was the father of many nations. So he didn't try to dial it down or water down the vision. And I always say um, there are very little provisions when you water down God's vision that he's giving you. That's just something that he was speaking to Loretta because that's what I was trying to do. So what do you say to people who do that when they say, oh, it's too big, and they start, you know, watering it down? And then wonder why it's not
0: going right. Is that well, something that we need to be delivered from well of course you do and 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 that goes back to what I mentioned at you know almost back at the beginning of this broadcast, what the word that God spoke to me when God speaks to you, you have to remember that his faith is on the line, and he had, and what I mean by that the trust and the confidence and the assurance that he has to make sure that his word will come to pass, he has now entrusted that to you. He's saying, I trust you with these words. I trust you with this, that you have the ability to do this.
1: Yeah. And But why is it so difficult? I mean, maybe not for you or maybe it was never difficult for you, <laughs> but sometimes it's difficult for me to really wrap my arms around that, that God really, really loves me that much, that he really, really trusts me that much to really do this show and to take it, well, to to walk in what he's told me to do with it to national syndication and international syndication. And sometimes I kind of, I, I get just, I don't know if I get discouraged or I just can't believe it because I don't feel, maybe I don't feel like I'm worthy and so I'm just going to put my my laundry out there because I need deliverance. I need help with that thing, and I don't want to go not another day, not trusting that God trusts me.
0: Well, and, but and, and I probably couldn't address that in the amount of time that we have because typically when I I deal with people on whatever thing they need to grow in or need to be built up in, I I normally like to sit down and 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 see where they are in their mind. Mentally, because because your mind is the true you. How you think mm-hmm. is, 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 is how you think is the essence of is, is the essence of who you are. I think there's a scripture that says, "As a man think it in it's his amazing. heart, so so is he." And that word "heart" I mean, in his mind. So I, I like to sit down and 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 see where you know how you're thinking and, and see what your mode of thought is and and kind of. And I'm quite sure, you've seen the assessment that I've done before that deals mm-hmm. with all these questions and talk about setting goals. And, and, and what that does is it, it gives me an indicator of how you're thinking, because once I can figure out how you're thinking or God reveals to me in that setting how you're thinking, then it, it makes the process a whole lot whole lot quicker and a whole lot easier. Um but a lot of people are go through this go through go through this frustration frustration because they still there's something on the inside of them that's saying that, you know, I still have the power to get this done. I wanna do that and, 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 and that's where that that that's where I was because I God showed me years uh years ago a statement that I made when I was growing up. And it formed who I was and how I thought. And and I was I was asking my father for for something. And I'm and I'm, I'm not being transparent right here. So if you, if you hear this, I want you to receive this because I have never said this openly. I asked my father for something. That was my natural father, Oh, man, and he just went into this into this tangent and this, he just fussed and he just fussed. And I remember saying to myself, man, when I grow up. I'm not going to ask nobody for nothing. Mm -hmm. And you know something, those words, and and, and you know something, those words formed, those words spoke out, there's there's power in the, there's life and death in the power of your tongue. So God showed me when I began the ministry that uh, when I started the ministry, I had all the money that I needed to start the ministry because I had saved it uh, from from. When I received honorariums and all that, I would put that money aside. Didn't know why I was, I was just doing it. And I said, man, God told me to start the ministry." I said, ooh, man, I'm so glad I ain't got to go through that. I ain't got to ask nobody for nothing. God woke me up one morning. He said, now I want you to type a letter to 50 people, and I want you to ask them to give to your ministry. Rather, I kid you not, I literally became sick. And my my wife, she can she can attest to this. Because in my mind, and then I didn't I said I was gonna never have to ask nobody for nothing. If I was gonna do it, my performer was gonna do it and it was gonna get done right. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking God when it was all over, I said, Lord, Lord, uh why did you send me through this? He said, Well, first of all I have to I had to get rid of that pride in you and when he said that out
1: again, Michael. Ouch.
0: And he immediately, he said, I had to get rid of the pride that's in you. Immediately when he said that, he took me back to the moment that I spoke those words after after my father, asked my father for, for some things that I needed. And I saw then that so, so there are some things that can go back probably even further. I think I was a teenager when that happened. But it still was one of those formative years in my life. And I spoke it out and I determined it. When I said it, I meant it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I truly meant that. That Michael Farmer wasn't going to ask nobody for nothing. But God had to get me out of that mindset because in the kingdom, you're now the part of a body. And he, he emphatically tells us in the Bible that, that the arm can say to the knee, I have no need of you.
1: <laughs> oh, so that, oh my goodness, that's what you were saying again.
0: And at this, in essence, I wasn't saying that, but I was, I was demonstrating it with my actions that, you know, and so many ministries and churches out there have the exact same mentality, whether mm-hmm. they want to minister. we are
1: talking to one, and now, now that you've broken down to that, I'm saying that I really... Oh, my goodness. When I'm saying I don't need anybody, I can do it myself or rather yeah. is going to handle it, that God. is really saying I don't need God because God uses people to bless us and to help us. And like you said, how can the knee say, you know, to the foot, I don't need you or whatever, exactly. you know. Just that's a misquote, I know, but you get the point of what I'm saying. So, we do need each other. We, in the body of Christ, yes, we do. and we have said that from show one if something happens to that little toe, you think it's insignificant until something happens to it, and you can't walk your normal cute walk or whatever you walk in and have your swag. Because <laughs> so that little toe is going to let you know I'm hurting and it's going to cause you to walk differently. Yeah, so, well, everything and everybody, and we told, you know, we said this before too. You may not have the gift to, to be on a radio talk show, to host the show, or a TV show, or to own your own glory apparel or Discipleship International. But whatever gift God has given you, it is just as significant, whether it's sweeping the yes, floor it is. or if it's caring for babies or children, all gifts are equal because the, yes. the body of Christ needs them and depends on them. So that's the first thing that people need to understand is their value as it relates to, you know, kingdom business and gifts. And then yes. secondly, and and you open with it. We need to have we need to reciprocate that um, faith that God has when He gave us these gifts and these assignments. And yes. I was just trying to do a recap for those who tune in a little later, because I'm seeing um, online where people are saying, "I'm finally tuning in. I'm listening." So um, you have to tune, you know, go to the archives to get the first part of the show. But it it is, oh my goodness! Oh yeah, <laughs> I, 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 don't I told run. you, I. I
0: Loretta, I told you in the beginning that if you if you At listen 6 a.m. today <laughs> this
1: morning, you, you, you did. It <laughs> would happen.
0: And and I, and believe me, I I have never shared that testimony that I just gave to you publicly before, but God wanted me to do it this time because it hopefully it will set somebody free because when yeah, when, when Jesus comes back for it. Because you because when Jesus comes back for his bride, and he's just giving this to me, he's he's not coming back for the face of the bride, he's coming back for the entire body of the bride.
1: <laughs>
0: he's coming back for her knee, he's coming back for her elbow, he's coming back for her toe, he's coming back for her intestines, he's coming back for her stomach, <laughs> he's not leaving he's and, and and then when he comes back he said, I don't want her garment to have any spots or blemishes or wrinkles in it. And and as a member of the body of Christ, that's where he showed me where I was years ago. Well, not years ago. Said, I'm, to be honest with you, probably about a couple of years ago, is that I'm the one, I'm one of the ones that can identify the spots and the blemishes in the garment and get it clean. So so I I have accepted my role in the body as somebody who's there to perfect and to, and, and to complete members of the body of Christ, because it, it's all about being prepared for the greatest wedding celebration in eternity. And that's when Jesus comes oh, back God. to receive his bride unto himself. And I want to be a part of that. It's going to be much, much more bigger of a spectacle than than, than what we saw in, in Britain. About a year ago, <laughs> it's gonna be much. It's gonna be grander. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. And we 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 know how many people. All the preparations they made for that but They, they had preparations for that thing probably over the, uh, over a year in advance, making preparations for it. Well, that's what we're doing. That's why we're still in the earth, is to get many people into the ark, to get many people into the body, to get as many people into the body. Because when, when when he comes back to receive, to receive us or to, to rapture the church out, so he so the church so the earth can be cleansed, then he wanted he wanted as many people in that in the body as possible because he is now he's not exactly. willing, he's not willing that any should perish. So there's nobody that's too far gone. Sometimes we can we can think that, oh that person's way too far gone. They they're never. Mm-hmm. The Lord. I, I know him, I ain't no need me to waste my time saying something to him well, well, somebody pops out the exact same thing about you And look where <laughs> you are today <laughs> So, my thing today is, is to encourage you and to exhort you And if you got time, go back to Hebrews 11 Hebrews okay, 11, Hebrews
1: 11. One of my
0: favorite and and, and 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 I want to use this. No, go to it's Hebrews, maybe Hebrews twelve. Let me see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Hebrews twelve and two.
1: Hebrews twelve
0: and two. Ooh, and it says okay, and it and it says looking. Unto Jesus, the author, and remember that means that the author means the beginner, someone who has initiated. That's why I said Jesus, the initiator and the finisher, the perfecter or the completer of your faith. And then it gives an example for how he did it. He said, Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand. Of the throne of God. Now I'm, I'm reading the Bible in a, the Bible in basic English, read like this: Having our eyes fixed on Jesus, the guide and end of our faith, who went through the pains of the cross, not caring for the shame, because of the joy which was before him, and who has now taken His place. Wow, that's powerful. He's taken His place at the right mm-hmm. hand of God's seat of power. So, so, so when, when times get tough, you you have to, like I say, you have to go back to the author. Go, always go back to the beginning when when it feel like you're stuck. When you're stuck in this rut, go back to the beginning. Go, like I say, go back to when he first spoke that word to you, and and let that be your motivator. Because if he spoke to you, he's expecting for it to come to pass. Ooh. He he's not expecting this thing to fail in your life because he said he watches over his words to perform it. So if he spoke it, he's expecting for it to come to pass. If you don't bring it to pass, guess what? It has to come to pass through somebody else.
1: Ooh. Because he's
0: now because he's now spoken, he's he's put his word out there. And he said his word would not return to him void, but it will uh, no it was accomplish the thing that he yeah, has
1: what purpose yeah. for that
0: thing to accomplish. So so that's why I said we need to have the faith of God, which says, when I speak to you, that means I'm demonstrating my faith in you. Now, I need you to just reciprocate and demonstrate your faith in me by believing that you can do it and start acting upon it. It's that simple. You, you don't have to complicate it. You just have to be obedient. Just like if you told your child to do something, you're not going to tell your child to do something that's not impossible. If not, that means that means you're not faithful. If you have <laughs> if you ask your child to do something and you don't know they have the ability to do it, that's like me asking a two-year-old child, "Get up and got there in the car and run and get me some groceries." You know that child you don't know, can't we'll do drive that.
1: a car. And I was thinking the exact same analogy when you said that too. Um, and and so God do doesn't do ask for that. Um, no, God, it may appear God's not that it looks impossible anything. to us But um, you got to know That you got to have the faith That God's not going to ask you to do it impossible Because he makes the impossible possible So even if it looks impossible to you Go do it anyway So
0: did I ever answer your question Or rather when this all said and done <laughs> Did I well, ever answer yeah, your question
1: Yeah you did Because like you said it has a lot to do with the thinking My like thinking and of course you know um, what. The, Thinking, thinking does, and it, it causes all these um, disbeliefs and it messes you up. So, um, and it was another point I wanted to make, and I'm glad you brought that out because we haven't really discussed. And I, I just want to take a time just to throw it up so people can kind of uh, marinate on all these wonderful nuggets and truths and stuff that you have dropped off into our spirits today by saying. That Discipleship International is an organization that um, you were given some years ago, and the the purpose is to work with individuals on getting their lives, you know, yes. together. And of course, One-on-one. you do the wholesome approach, meaning we you talk about all areas of their life so they can be he- yes. healthy, spiritually, physically, financially, and all that, and socially, and all that good stuff. So um, please contact Michael on his Facebook page. Or Michael, or your e- what email? Excuse me, what email address
0: would you like for them to contact well, you? Well, well, sure. Well, I've, I've, I'm going to give you several options but you can contact me. Well, Discipleship International has has a Facebook page, and we we get quite a few visitors to that page. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Discipleship International has a Facebook page. You can also reach me by email at gloryapp. That's G L O R Y. A P P at A O L dot com. That's the only email address I have ever had, so I'm I'm always yes, uh, on it. Awesome. So so that there's glory app at AOL dot com. Uh, also uh you can inbox me. Uh, if you don't have to inbox somebody inboxed me not too long ago, somebody was in one of my financial classes at Brother Life Christian Center, uh it's about a month ago, and they gave me a testimony of the, about them uh, taking those that they heard about. It had to probably be about five, six years ago, and they are now um, completely debt free except for their mortgage. So it's is it good to know that that some people are listening to you and they act upon the things that you know that you say. And it was good to you know that someone inboxed me to let me know that. You know God, word work, and I'm just I'm just an obedient, willing vessel of honor and sanctification unto Him uh, to make sure that I tell people what He instructs me to tell them. That simple. Like I said, no no hype, just faith.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, know you. you take that to this morning, and I, I just realized I, did, I have not, I had not, but I have now liked the Discipleship International Incorporated page, and so I've been missing out. So I've just um, liked the page, and I encourage everybody to go to Discipleship International Inc. on Facebook, and. Um, like the page because he's going to start downloading some of this stuff. And I, I'm exactly. a real, Michael, I have literally been trying to get as much information posted today that you said to share with people who are not able or available to listen to the show live, but they can certainly, yeah. of course, go back and and listen. But to have this right now, right now at this time is crucial. That's why I wanted to share with them, on the Facebook page, because I know tons of people are on Facebook all day long, and they're looking for answers, and you have um, really given us so many answers today and a lot to chew on. So um, I just wanted to slow down and let you breathe. And and let people kind of (laughs) catch up with what's going on here on Loretta McNary Live Presents Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal coach. Because we have a personal coach to help lose weight, we have a personal coach to help us set professional and personal goals. We have a professional, we have a personal coach to help us grow our business. So why not? It just makes perfect sense to have a a spiritual personal coach to help us spiritually um, become stronger. And and that's what Michael does He has perfected this thing He has a gift for this thing Even before we knew what to call it Michael was already operating in this gift Of helping people um, answer their questions And become better that are in every area once you get this thing right. So we're just very happy that he has committed to Tuesdays with us on Loretta McNeer and Live. So you can find him here, too, every Tuesday. Go to the archives and send us your questions, because I know people are at work and maybe you can't, you know, get to a phone or you got to be quiet while you're listening online or speaking or whatever you're doing. But please feel free to, you know, to find him or myself on Facebook and send us your questions and we'll get to those questions. We don't have to wait till next Tuesday. If you send those to us, we'll try to get them answered um, as fast as we can because we really understand that timing is everything when it relates to spiritual things. So there you have it. Okay, Michael.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I have thoroughly enjoyed it, and I just I just issued a challenge to the listeners on today is, you know, to set you know, your heart and um uh, Bring to remembrance what God has spoken to you and I double dog there you to act on it and see it come to pass in your life. Because if if you do it especially on today, today is a day of salvation, today is a day of deliverance, it shall truly come to pass. And with that said, I'm finished. I just turn it over to you, Miss Loretta, and look forward to next week.
1: You are so wonderful, and what I wanted to do, I wanted to kind of, um, when you were talking about, um, when we were in Hebrews 12 and 2, and and I just want to everybody. that's when God was actually um, disciplining Jesus, because Jesus was um, telling us, you guys have gone through some stuff, but you haven't struggled against sin, so you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And so that was in um, verse 4. And he said, you have forgotten that word of encouragement that addresses you as sons, and this is where people, I think, give up and this is why they can't be delivered because they don't want to be disciplined. So he says, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes everyone he accepts as a son. Endure harshness discipline. God is treating you as sons. So what son is not disciplined by his father? If you're not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are an illegitimate child and not true sons. More Moreover, we have had all we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of our spirits and live? Our father disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good that we may share in his holiness. So and you talked about holiness before, and it's like obedience. You know, you want to share in God and Jesus' rewards, but not sometimes about, you know, the burden of the cross. So we talk about that here on Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, the spiritual um, personal coach, because he is a scholar, a biblical scholar. He knows this word in and out. I, uh, we do
0: have what a question. God, uh, um,
1: we have a caller. Mike, you have time for questions.
0: Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm, you know something? First of all, I want to thank okay. Rev for adding, for padding the program. Come on today. I'm, I'm sitting there looking at the blocking, like, wow, she's going over it. But, 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 we uh, all no, thank Loretta. I, I,
1: well, we have thank the time. do that. the program. On today. I'm going to go to 901 359 to see if they have a question or a comment from Michael Farmer. Okay. Hi, okay, Ronan, go Hi, Loretta Missionary live. Hi, caller. Are you just listening or you had a question or a comment?
0: Oh, I was just listening, just listening.
1: Okay, well, continue to listen. We're we're kind of closing now, but um, I won't let Michael leave yet. So just keep holding on, and we appreciate you um, calling in.
0: Well, I am, I, you know something that, you know, and, and every time, uh, you know, you tell me, like, how many people are listening, and, and every time, you know, when, when one person listens, I am truly honored, uh, you know, and it just brings back remembrance that you know when God called me back in 1995. You know how I just, I just, I knew He positioned me to help people, and, and that's what it's all about. You know, and I don't have to be on TV and and you know, renown to help people because I, I truly believe that if you help the right person who who needs help, that one person can turn around and help millions and guess what? I still get all the credit for it. So <laughs> I still get the <laughs> same reward. I, I still get the same reward as if I talk to one person or whether I talk to a thousand. As long as I'm obedient to what God has called me to do, then I you you get the I get the same reward that anybody else gets. Uh so
1: That's-
0: you know i just i just that want is,
1: people to get it and you know i just i just well, i don't want you know, to keep saying well i'm glad you were you used to say we don't you don't have to be on tv because michael this needs to be on tv we need to be on tvn or daystar or inspiration tv because this is some good stuff this apparently um I won't say apparently, because I know this is God-ordained. He wants this to happen. And so you will be on TV. You will be speaking to the masses, and they will get this rainbow word that God is giving to you because you are a right-now um, teacher, and we need this. Cause I wanted to um, make sure that you don't say that anymore because you know how I like to push you. You have your strength and I have mine, and mine is definitely to push you out there um, because I believe God has called you out there, and we're going to make sure that that happens because the more people we can help, then guess what? As you said earlier, the more people are invited to the party when Christ comes back to for his wedding, man, the more. So we got to make sure we can reach as many people. And I wanted to, since so this is our close in on our study of faith, and I'm sure it's not the end all, Is just that we're going to move on to another topic. I just want people to know that when you have faith, and Michael stated it, when you believe in something, then it prompts action. And so what the word says in Hebrews 11 Um, 29, by faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land, but when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the people had marched around them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. So what I'm saying is faith is action. It's action and you do it afraid. If he has told you to do it, he's gonna make a way for you. He's gonna um you know, part the Red Sea, but you have to put your foot in it first. You gotta step yeah. into it. You gotta do something to say yes and to and to follow up with an action. So this concludes um our show today and I pray. As you know, we always want to make sure that people are better. We don't want to just be talking heads. We don't want to be just another radio show to say we on the radio. We want to make sure that people are inspired, they're informed, they're educated, they're convicted, and that they are moved to action to make their world better, which is Ultimately, it makes the kingdom better. So, I'm signing out and I'm signing off for Michael Farmer because he has truly, truly given us a ram of word. And I know that it says that when pastors and teachers teach us, it's like they worked eight hours because they're pulling from their spirit and it makes them very tired. So, we're going to pray that Michael is restored and he is, um, refueled. <laughs> because I want him to be ready for us next Tuesday as early as six o'clock like he was this Tuesday. So Michael just thank you. Thank you everybody for listening to Loretta and Mary Live for this Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal coach. We'll see you the very next time. Take care and God bless. Bye
0: bye.